Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable to you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Amen. Amen. Following Easter every year, we at St. Andrew's observe a quiet week to recover from the craziness that is Holy Week and to spend time relishing in the resurrection of Jesus. Jordan and I typically take a week up at my family's house in the mountains around Maggie Valley. It's quiet. We clean and ready the house for my grandparents to journey up later in the season. And most importantly, we don't have internet or cell reception. Now this house is not one of those modern, new-built, trendy homes that just happens to be on a mountain road. This house was built by my grandparents over the course of their lives together. It started with just a basement apartment, and then they built the upstairs. It's wood paneling and stone and covered in kitsch my grandmother found at craft fairs and country stores. As I've spent more time up there, I've started noticing all the things hanging on the walls. There's a funny painting of a cow, various photographs of hummingbirds and covered bridges, and a humorous saying here or there. But the last time I was there, I noticed wall art I had not seen before. It said, life should not be a journey to the grave with the intention of arriving safely in a pretty and well-preserved body, but rather to skid in broadside in a cloud of smoke, thoroughly used up, totally worn out, and loudly proclaiming, wow, what a ride. And I found myself pondering that quote from time to time. As we read today's gospel, we can get lost in the story of Thomas, but ultimately this story tells us more about the resurrection of Jesus than about the doubt or faith of Thomas. When Jesus appears in the locked room to the disciples, he is in his physical body. He shows them his hands and his side, which are still wounded, not healed, which would have indicated that he was still living. He also breathes on them, something a ghost cannot do. Later, when he appears to the disciples and Thomas, he has the same unhealed wounds. But shouldn't Jesus be fully recovered? We do not want to think that Jesus is still wounded, still the broken man who died on the cross. We want to think that Jesus is fully restored, the glowing and beautiful version of himself at the peak of his life. And perhaps he is after he ascends to the Father. But for the 50 days of Easter, this is the Jesus we get, Jesus who is still marked from his time on earth. This has implications not just for Jesus, but for us. As we heard in Paul's letter to the Romans on Easter morning, do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we will certainly be united in him with a resurrection like his. A resurrection like his would be a bodily resurrection. We are a people who believe in a physical, bodily resurrection. Not just of Jesus, but also of us. 
One of my favorite parts of our funeral service is right at the beginning and the anthem during the procession. As for me, I know that my Redeemer lives and that at the last he will stand upon the earth. After my awaking, he will raise me up and in my body I shall see God. I myself shall see and my eyes behold him who is my friend and not a stranger. We do believe that we will join Christ, not just in some ethereal sense, but corporally in our own bodies. But we also like to think that these are our bodies in their prime when we felt the healthiest, the most attractive, that we are fully restored, glowing, and at the peak of our lives. But notice, Christ's body still bears the marks of this world. What does this mean for us? So many of us bear the marks of this world. We have loved and lost. Those close to us have died. Our bodies have broken down on us. We have been victims of accidents or tragedies that have left us maimed or disfigured. We carry a darkness we feel that we cannot escape. And we do not want them to continue marking us here on earth or in heaven. We want them to be wiped clean. We want them to have never happened in the first place. We can pray that God removes these marks, but for the most part, these marks will remain. What the reading from John shows us today is that even though we bear these marks, God has still redeemed us. Like with Jesus, the marks of this world may not fade, but they will no longer have power over us. We will be able to move on from them, even though they remain, just as Jesus continued to move on with his mission, even though he still bore the wounds of his crucifixion. So often our marks tell a story. We have become who we are because of those marks. So often we try to hide our scars with makeup, our gray hair with hair dye, our wrinkles with night creams. But all of those marks are what have made us who we are. And while God may not have directly caused those marks, he uses each of them to affect his will here on earth. By Jesus' wounds, we were redeemed. By our wounds, we continue that redeeming work. But those marks themselves may never fade. To me, the deepest wounds we can bear are those from losing a loved one. Whether it is death, divorce, addiction, or estrangement, That is a pain so many of us will be marked with the rest of our lives. But also, those wounds are the sign that we loved so deeply, just as Christ called us to do. Christ's wounds are a sign of his abiding love for us. So overwhelming was his love for us that he willingly died for us. Just as he bears his wounds of love, so do we. They'll know we are Christians by our love and the deep marks we bear because of it. The only way to avoid this world leaving its mark upon us is to disengage. It's to sit inside our house all day, wrapped in bubble wrap, 
learning nothing and loving no one. A life well lived means we show up on God's doorstep covered in marks, broken, hurting, wounded. And God redeems us. While those wounds may serve as memories, they no longer control us, body, mind, or spirit. We are freed from our infirmities, and in our bodies, we shall meet God. Don't show up to the gates of heaven unmarked. Don't leave a pretty corpse. Instead, skid in broadside and a cloud of smoke, thoroughly used up, totally worn out, and loudly proclaiming, wow, what a ride. It is through Christ's wounds that we were redeemed. And through our marks, God is working to redeem the world. Amen.